Matthew 6:33. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Thank you for listening and being a part of Season 4 of Seeking the Kingdom Podcast. This is where we discuss biblical topics. God willing, we plan to have a new episode for you every Saturday morning. And starting this season, we plan to add the weekly episode to Instagram on every Wednesday. We pray that by listening to these podcast sermons, your faith would increase and that we would grow together as one in the body of Christ. God bless. Praise the Lord and praise God. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Seeking the Kingdom podcast. Tonight's episode is season four, episode seven, titled, What Really Matters? Tonight, I'm joined by my brothers in Christ, Christopher and Jerry, as usual. Tonight, our brother Christopher is going to be uh, bringing forward the word of God. Uh, We want to open up tonight's program uh, uh, by praying uh, not only for him, but for the listeners tonight that the seed would fall on good soil and that we would all have one thing in mind tonight that's in growing in the knowledge of Christ. Uh, Whitey, would you uh, please pray for your brother Christopher as he brings forward tonight the word of God? Amen. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you, Father God. We come before you tonight, Father, and ask you that you would send your Holy Spirit, Father God, to speak through Christopher, Father, that no words would be said of us, Father God. No word would come from us, Father God, that only you would speak, Father God, from your word, Father God, from your Holy Spirit, Father God, that we would change, Father God, that we would be molded and shaped to the people that you want us to be, Father God. I pray that you anoint, Father God, us as we speak, Father God. I pray that you anoint Christopher, Father God, as he seeks you, Father God, as he uh, teaches people about you, Father God, and who you are, Father God, as we share your word, Father God, with your people, that we all may grow, Father. I pray in Jesus' mighty name that you bless tonight for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you, Whitey. Uh, Christopher, the mic is all yours, brother. Well, praise the Lord. Praise God. God bless you, Joshua. God bless you, Whitey. Uh, God bless you, listener, for listening. Um, like I, like everyone says, every podcast, uh, this is not an opportunity taken lightly, uh, but I thank God for the opportunity to share. Um, and I don't know how much we can express this uh, every time someone shares. When we do share, when I share, um, I don't just say something that I don't ask myself. Uh, what I read, I put myself in the same predicament. Um, it's the word of God. And the word of God's job is to mold our lives to look more and more like Christ. Amen. 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 So tonight, uh, tonight wasn't an easy one for me. Just in the fact that uh, I, I didn't know what to share. And uh, I I sought godly counsel uh, with my Uncle Miller, and my Uncle Miller gave me some beautiful advice just to pray and uh, read something that you love and that you uh, you read before. Maybe uh, you never picked up on something, and that's exactly what happened. So where we're going to be reading out of tonight is Philippians chapter 1, verse 9. It starts off Paul's praying a prayer of uh, thanksgiving for the Philippian church. I pray... We'll stop right there. Paul is praying for the Philippian church. Now, uh, when you just read that, I mean, I, I combed over that a thousand times. But when you stop and really think what is he doing is he's putting it before God, that God would cause something 
that God would do something from this. It's God that's producing uh, what follows in the prayer. Amen? Amen. I pray that your love will overflow more and more. What a beautiful saying. Uh, Joshua, that love, when I looked it up, was agape. Amen. And when I looked up that love, me and you and uh, uh, Joshua, we had a conversation before where uh, we were talking with somebody and they mentioned agape. And we all came to the realization that agape cannot be produced by us. Amen. It was never uh, manufactured by us. Amen. Agape love is what was produced by Jesus Christ. Joshua, you have something to say? Uh, yeah, and I'm sorry for jumping in so quick, but I think it's only fair to give the listener, uh, I guess, the, the what's another type of love, and that's phileo. Uh, there's phileo love, which is like a, a brotherly love. That's where we get the word Philadelphia from. And that's mm -hmm. something that anyone can produce. And I know you're going to touch on that a little bit later, Christopher. That's something that anyone can produce. Christopher, if I ask you for something and you do that favor for me, then I'm going to have a, uh, a phileo love for you because I'm appreciative of what you did for me. But when mm -hmm. it says agape love, uh, it's only something that, like Sapinantu, it's only something that God Almighty can produce in us. Uh, and right. I just wanted to say that. Well, no, it's perfectly said. Uh, we'll get, let's read a description. This is from Christianity.com. Agape love is a sacrificial love that unites and heals. It is the love of God that we see through the cross of Jesus Christ. This love saves and restores humanity in the face of sin and death. The reference it gives to it is John 15, 13. Greater love has no one than this, that someone would lay down his life for his friends. And that's exactly what Christ did for us. Praise the Lord. Thank you, God. Uh, what a beautiful love that uh, what I wrote down here was this. Uh, it's a it's a selfless love. Amen. What a beautiful, great act Jesus did for us when we were still sinners. He loved us. This is the uh, on Christianity. There come uh, agape love is a choice, not out of attraction mm. or obligation. Shoulda. What a beautiful love. Amen. What an amazing, uh, that uh, that's pretty similar to grace. We didn't deserve it. Amen. I didn't deserve it. Amen. Uh, agape love is what Jesus Christ displayed on the cross for us when he took our place. Uh, what a beautiful description that is. What I wrote down was this. Uh, an agape love which we see in uh, verse nine uh, is beyond measure. My love to you, Joshua, my love to Whitey, my love to anybody could be at a certain point. Right. There's a certain point where I'll get fed up. Mm. No, I can't do that. But it doesn't he understand because I did that for him. Doesn't he understand that I took care of this. That's where my measuring stick stops. Or or you owe me something after I do that for you. Oh, yeah. 
So Jesus Christ, agape love, is beyond measure. Thank it's you, It's unconditional. Lord. It's sacrificial. It's selfless. The Bible says in Romans 5, 5, that God pours out his love into our hearts. Thank you. Now, God. when we go back to verse 9, it says overflowing more and more. Why would it have to overflow um, or abound more and more? Overflowing means to me that it's running over. And when it's running over, it trickles down and it goes to somebody else. Now, if Christ displayed his love on the cross for me, and now that love, that agape love is now poured into my heart, what would I do if I just held on to it, not displayed that to somebody else? Mm. When that I would be selfish. When I hear overflow, I think of a, a continuous flow of water. Uh, mm -hmm. There's like a, a waterfall, for instance. We don't know where the water's coming from, but it's a continuous flow of water. And that's the same thing with Christ's uh, love that should overflow within inside of us. We know where well, this. We know where this is coming from, and it should be continuously uh, overflowing in our lives. Amen. We know the source. It's God's love. Amen. And when the source, there's no measure to God's love. God can't run out of love. Mm. He doesn't love, and then he's ninety-eight percent. It doesn't work like that. So the continuous stream of love being poured out into my heart. Uh, would only make me think that I have to display Christ's love in my life to somebody else. Amen. And I have to love people and love my family and love my children the way Christ loved me. Amen. So let, let's keep reading. Uh, I pray that your love will overflow more and more and that you will keep on growing in knowledge and understanding. That I found amazing. That uh, the condition is on us to keep growing, mm. keep going, uh, not to get stuck in one place, not to just accept, oh, Christ done that for me. And praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I have grace. I have mercy. I've been forgiven. I've been washed. That's it. No, but I want to grow. There's a desire mm. to grow. In what, Joshua? It mentions knowledge. Whitey, what would they have to grow in the knowledge of what? Knowledge of God's plan. They'd have to grow in the knowledge of, of uh, our new existence as new creations in God, growing in Christianity, which is the way, the life. Amen. If I can uh, take a second. Uh, the like we said earlier, the agape love wasn't possible within us, just ourselves. And I, I believe it has to do a lot with the fact that we, we can't fathom that type of love just as human mm -hmm. beings. We don't have the ability to think that much on, on, and, and fathom love itself. This is pure love. This is true love, the love of God himself. This can only be fathomed by God, and that means we're going to have to trust God, the omniscient God, the all-knowing God, on what 
true love actually is and how true love should be displayed and and trust the omniscient God and grow in our understanding of how to, you know, live out uh, this life, how to live Amen. out love in our existence. Beautifully said, Whitey. Uh, the word knowledge, when you look it up, uh, it can be used for recognition or uh, to recognize, to identify something. So what are we to recognize? When I recognize what Christ did for me on the cross, Whitey, and when I recognize what Ephesians 5, 8 says, that I was once walking in darkness, I was blind, I had no future, I was dead. Uh, just like we talked about last podcast with uh, Sammy, uh, uh, but God rich in mercy. Now I'm walking in the light. Amen. Now I'm called a child of God. Very good. So that's what I have to recognize. So now I have Christ's love in me, the agape love overflowing. I recognize what Christ did on the cross. Now understanding or understanding discernment. Mm. Now I want to go to the ESV commentary because the way it breaks it down is a, a just a perfect way to to basically read it and to understand it. Uh, knowledge and all discernment, so that the Philippians' love would find expression in wise actions that would truly benefit others mm. and glorify God. Thank you, Lord. Christopher, Thank you, Jesus. It's it's an amazing thing because right before you was going to read that comment, uh, that commentary, I was going to make this comment. If we read the scripture in uh, F uh, Philippians one nine and read it mm -hmm. uh, as it's uh, as it says, it says, "I pray that your love will overflow more and more." And there's a comma there. Okay, so the next word or the next phrase he's going to say is a continuation to the last. Okay, so let's mm -hmm. read it in entirety. I pray that your love will overflow more and more and that you will keep on growing in the knowledge and understanding. Okay, so here's what I got out of that. You ready for it? When we grow in the knowledge and understanding of what Jesus done for us, that agape love should automatically come. It should automatically be Amen. Evident, uh, evidence in our life. Now, Joshua, that's what the scripture will go on to explain. But this is what I thought of when I was reading this. When I have that uh, recognition, when I have that knowledge, uh, when I have that understanding, when I have that love, that, will, that love will never cease. Amen. That can't go away from me now. Because when I keep that in view of what Christ did for me and that the love now installed in me, for lack of a better term, that is installed in me from Christ is in me, I could never, I'll get frustrated, sure. But then I'll have to think, no, I have to love the way Christ loved. No, I have to show Christ's love here. No, I'll, who am I to, to not forgive when Christ forgave me? That's the love of Christ. So, Whitey, let's go to verse 10. Paul says here, For I want you to understand what really matters. And when I read that, guys, it just it hit home for me. Mm. So many things came to my mind. Although, wow, this is, this is what God wants me to share. This is what I feel because this is what I asked myself. What really matters? So, we'll keep reading so that you may live 
pure and blameless lives. Mm. Joshua, Whitey, how can I walk a pure and blameless life? How? It's impossible for me to do. My mind, my body, it, we, we live in a fallen world. I'm from a fallen state. This is no good. But Christ's love in me now gives me the right to make the wise decision that brings glory to God and that benefits others. Amen. That's the that's the discernment part. So me living a, a now sanctified life, now me clothing myself in Christ's righteousness, I can walk this life uh, a blameless life, a pure life because I'm in Christ. Amen. Very good. Uh, it says until the day of Christ's return. Just the way they was waiting for Christ's return, we should be waiting for Christ's return. Amen. And always to have that in mind, never to lose sight of that. Mm. There's some times where we uh, lose focus of that, or I do. I'll put it on myself. Bisraf, I'll live life. I'll, but said Pendazo Paul, what really matters? Now we'll pick it up at verse 11. May you always be filled with the fruit of your salvation and the righteous character produced in your life by Christ. Guys, we learned in so many different Bible studies, we learned by the fruit of the Spirit, we learned that these fruit is an evidence of what God did in your life. This fruit of salvation is an evidence it's God saved me. I can walk a pure and blameless life through Christ now because of his salvation. And this is this is where I close. And this is what we're going to ask the uh, question of the night. And the, the scripture answers its question. For this will bring much glory and praise to God. Amen. Christ's salvation work on the cross set me free. It paid for the penalty of my sin. And thank you, Jesus, that he thought of me thousands and thousands and thousands of years before I was even here and paid my penalty. But now this work of salvation now produces fruit in my life and me understanding the agape love, the love that was poured out into my heart, the love that is uh, unconditional beyond measure this selfless love will teach me now to live a pure and blameless life in christ that produces what a beautiful character to give glory to god me in this walk of life now i have this sanctified walk which ultimately brings glory to God. And that's that's our goal in life, Whitey. Joshua, that's our goal in life, to be more and more Christ-like, to Amen. resemble more and more of Christ, to sound more and more like Christ, that the outside world will see Chris, that the outside world will see Josh, that the outside world will see Whitey, the listener, that the outside world would see the listener and say, well, I can see what God's doing in here or his or her life because of what Jesus did on the cross. Amen. Very good. Why do you had something to say? 
Uh, yes. Uh, just to examine the scripture as a whole. He starts off, like you said, he's, he's praying that the love, begin, the agape love begin to overflow. And then he prays that he wants that them to have understanding. Now, just just us reading it, you know, in order to come uh, to become a Christian, first you've got to get a particular understanding. This particular understanding is that you're a sinner in need, in need of a savior. I'm nothing. I'm dead in the water. I'm dead poor. in I the water. No, I have no uh, funds to pay the payment. Right. So what that means is you now recognize evil as evil. Mm-hmm. You've you've been shown what is evil, and you now recognize it and agree what evil is evil, and and, and also agree what is good. And also agree that you can't uh, uh, create good you know, from yourself. You can only lean on God for that understanding and grow in, in God's understanding of good. So this is what Paul is praying. I pray that you grow in love first and foremost, because that's you know it's always exalted in the Bible as, as the highest thing. And then I I pray uh, uh, when it says uh, in uh, what's important and different versions it means of excellent uh mm-hmm. which is of, of the highest standard of the most mm-hmm. importance of the it's a great uh, translation what is most important paul is hoping that we gain more of this understanding because more of this understanding of removing ourselves from evil onto god's understanding is what is good that's the sanctification process, and that's unto glorification. Paul wants to see God's victory done in his people. Paul's prayer is that God's victory is achieved in his people, and this is guaranteed for the Christian. Why? Because the Christian seeks these things. We are to seek this understanding more and more. We are to seek that love grows in us more and more to change, to be molded and shaped to the image that we are predestined to. And that image is the image of Jesus Christ himself. That image is what we call being a Christian. That's exactly what I think uh, the message was tonight, Chris. God bless you. Very good. God's glory. And we want to close with this. The uh, question of the night, or the closing question. What really matters? Amen. Guys, um, I have to ask myself this question. So I'm going to rattle off some ideas, and we all have to ask ourselves the question. But know that I'm asking it with you. What really matters? Does the status of life matter? Does pride matter? Does how much money can I put away matter? Does the riches of this life, what do I have to accomplish in this life matter? Uh, where am I at? Uh, uh, you know, uh, with social media, does people know me? All this stuff does not matter. Very good. My worries, my fears, my doubts, me being afraid, uh, what's going to happen to my family? What, what, that doesn't matter. That does not matter. What matters is the Christ love in you, the knowledge of Christ's word, 
the understanding of what Christ done for you and you bringing glory to God. That's what matters. So everything else I have to ask the question to, does this really matter? So Joshua Whitey, that's what the Lord put on my heart tonight. God bless you guys. Um, I want to thank the listener for listening. Uh, this was put on my heart and uh, I pray that the message has got across clear and uh, I just want to thank God for uh, his word. Amen. Christopher, God bless you. What an awesome message. Um, and it, it's the truth. What really matters? Uh, what really matters in our life? And you couldn't have uh, broke it down uh, any clearer. God bless you. Um, so that being said, we want to close tonight's program, uh, gentlemen, and we want to pray for uh, the prayer list. Uh, so, Whitey, would you do that? Amen. Let's pray. Lord, we come before you, Father God, asking, Father God, putting these prayer requests, Father God, these petitions in front of you, Father God. We pray for yes, Pastor Danny Peterson in California, Father God. We pray for the people in California who lost their son, Lord. We pray for Wade, Father God, for Nikki Fox, Father God, for Stevie Churon, Father God, everyone dealing with COVID in Jesus' mighty name, Lord. Yes. Lord. All the churches in Jesus' mighty name, Father God, for Anna, for Chris, for Jimmy, for Leela, for uh, a woman named Erica in California, Father God, for whatever it might be, Father. We pray for Mia, Father God. We pray for uh, Frankie and Sylvia, Father, in Jesus' name, Brooke and Amber, Father God, the Mitchell family, Father God, Nicholas family, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. We pray for uh, healing, Father God, on people, Father God, upon Herky, Father God. We pray for Michael and Pebbles, Lord, Jordan, complete healing, Father God. We pray yes, for Anthony Governors, Father, for healing, Lord. We pray for Jimbo Bobbies, Lord. We pray for John Stanley. We pray for children with speech delay, Father God, and all of our church family in Jesus' mighty name, Father God. We lay all these prayer requests, Father God. Every name on the list and that isn't on the list, Father. We lay them at your feet, Father God, knowing you have power and authority, Father, over sickness, Father God, knowing you have uh, all uh, of the ability, Father God, to bring healing and miraculously so, Father God. We thank you, Father God, because of your authority, Father God. We ask that you bless us, Father God, spiritually, physically, financially, Lord. Bless the city of Miami, Father God. Bless the listener, Father God. Bless your people, Father, wherever we, whatever we may be, Father God, whatever we may do, Father God, that we would grow in the knowledge of you, Father God, that we would grow in your love, Father God. Let the message, Father God, enter into our hearts, Father God, that we wouldn't sin against you, Father God, but that we would grow and be molded and shaped into the image you predestined us to, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. We give you glory and honor and praise. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord and praise God. Thank you for listening to this episode of Seeking the Kingdom. God willing, we plan to have a new episode for you every Friday and every Saturday morning. Please continue to be a part of what God is doing at Kingdom of God Ministry in Miami, Florida. We kindly ask that you share this episode, subscribe and follow us. It would help the show to reach other people that we may further the Kingdom of God. We also ask that you keep us at the church in your daily prayers. God bless.